Welcome to Rock Your Brain, Rock Your Life, the only podcast hosted by a high-achieving tech leader and certified coach that teaches you how to use proven cognitive tools to rewire your brain so you work 10 to 20% less while crushing your goals. And you'll do this in 180 days. Hi, I'm Sarah. After decades of frantically overworking, never believing I could achieve big goals in my life and feeling constantly anxious, overwhelmed, and burnt out daily at work, I finally figured work out. I learned how to work less while identifying and nailing goals I never thought possible. I learned how to feel calm, confident, and a sense of ease at work. So if you're a high achiever who wants to achieve big goals, but doesn't even think it's possible unless you work a gajillion hours, or doesn't even think big goals are possible in any way, shape, or form, this podcast is for you. I keep it simple. You'll learn the neuroscience-based cognitive tools I and my clients use daily to work less while achieving more than they ever imagined. Quick side note, you'll run the risk of being passionately in love with your career. Hey, rock stars. I'm so excited we're talking about this topic today. But before I go into the topic, I just want to say that we just went live and we've set a goal for 100 reviews in the first month. And I'm so committed to getting to this goal that we're going to do our first ever giveaway. We're giving away a free month of membership to the Rockstar program. Oh my God. All you guys have to do is just leave a review and you'll be entered to win. And if you tell a friend about the show and they leave a review, DM us about it and we'll give you a bonus entry. We'll draw a prize at the end of the month and I'm so excited about it. And I've got some really awesome news, you guys. I passed my life coach certification exam last week. I am so proud of myself. I showed up for myself every single day for five and a half months. I was, capital letters, all in. Studying, taking quizzes, weekly classes with my coach and cohort, a shed load of coaching. It was really hard content. It's a really difficult school. And just talk about having to shift massive belief in myself. I had to practice pretty much every day, but I'm so grateful that I'm a certified life coach with a life coach school. So in one of the last episodes, I shared that I'm in Telluride, Colorado, which is in the San Juan mountain range. And Telluride is a national historic landmark that's surrounded by the highest concentration of 13,000 and 14,000 peaks in the country. So you know that mountain range image that you see in the Coors beer can? That's Mount Wilson. And that's one of those majestic mountains that surrounds Telluride. And one of the wishes that I have for you after you listen to this podcast is that you think of your favorite rock or mountain and you visualize and see yourself as solid and grounded as that favorite rock or mountain that you really feel and believe that you are a rock. You're strong. You have massive belief in how solid of a human being you are. And 
in case any of you are wondering, which is my favorite mountain peak, it's Wilson Peak. It's 14,016,000 feet high. It's gigantic. And I also want you guys to be thinking about this concept during this podcast of the role you have in your life. I'm going to encourage you guys to think about the fact that your role in your life is that you are the CEO of your own fan club. That starting today, you build the belief in yourself to the point where you know you have massive love, admiration, and appreciation for who you are. You have your back and you show up for yourself daily. You know you're a badass. You believe in your badassery and you don't need or give a shit about what anyone else thinks about you or you don't need their approval either. So as you guys know, I'm always thinking about you guys and what I can do to help you shift belief in yourself. What tools can I bring to help you shift belief? So I'm going to go over why we as humans become obsessed with what other people think about us, as well as why we become addicts seeking approval from others, and how to break out of this thought loop when you find yourself stuck and worried about what other people think about you. So first of all, you guys, I want you to know that nothing has gone wrong. One of the reasons why we do this is, as you know, I'm a brain nerd. We have that primitive puppy brain. And remember, you guys, he wants to be in a pack. And if he's not in a pack, loved by everybody else and accepted, he's dead, right? So your primitive puppy brain wants to be accepted, wants to be in the pack, fears death, and wants to be loved and appreciated by everybody and is going to seek approval. And the other reason why we do this as humans is our families and our societies have trained us to think that we need to get approval from others. So think about when you were a kid. You know, if you make your bed, you maybe you got a gold star, you do the dishes, maybe you got two gold stars, you be polite to the neighbors, you get X specific job, you get married, you have kids. You know, these are all ways that you get approval from family and society. Like I knew I always wanted to be an aunt and a guide to my friends and my sister's kids and not have kids of my own. But trust me, to buck this family and societal belief took a shitload of inner belief work. I had to accept myself and listen to that little voice inside of me and just be like, you know what? I'm going to be an aunt and that's enough. And I'm going to kick the societal bullshit expectation to the curb about having to have my own kids to have a successful life. And so if you always need approval or care about what others think, you're not going to show up as your most authentic, amazing, badass self. You're scared. What will my parents think? What will my friends think? What will society think? Most of us are so afraid of what other people think that we quit our dream before we even allow ourselves to even consider the possibility. We don't even take that dream or that idea out of our brain and make it a reality because we are so afraid of what other people think and we hide. But you guys, this is why you feel unfulfilled, stuck, and like shit. Here's the second cost to you guys when you do all this caring about what other people think is a lot of life-damaging activities in the form of buffering. So buffering is when we use food, alcohol, drugs, porn, shopping, you name it, 
to shift how we feel, to feel better about ourselves. But the cost of this is you lose your soul. You lose who you are. You sell yourself to these substances that give you a bit of relief from your pain, but you become more and more addicted to them. So I'll give you an example. I moved to the U.S. when I was 13, and I had a British accent. I dressed differently. I had an African-American stepbrother. We moved to a very like white neighborhood in Chicago. And I got to school, and everyone made fun of my accent, made fun of like my outfits, made fun of my stepbrother. And, you know, I had zero self-confidence. So what did I do? I lost my accent in less than six months. And I started starving myself. And I very quickly became anorexic and then bulimic. I had massive shame. So this is, this is one of the dark sides to this pattern. And a third is that we become addicted. We start needing other people's opinions and approval. And this leads to massive self-doubt when we can't just go do things without like checking with mom or checking with dad or checking with whatever around like what we should do before we do something. So these are some of the costs of living as what I call an emotional child. And an emotional childhood is when you rely on others to define how you feel about yourself. You're giving your power away around what you think, what you feel, and the results that you create in your life. So here's a little newsflash, you guys. Other people's thoughts have nothing to do with you, and you have no control over other people's thoughts, none whatsoever. Their thoughts and their opinions are about them. So when you ask other people for their opinions, you're getting their thoughts and advice. And I know what you guys are thinking. You're like, what is she talking about? So let, let me go through some examples. So think about the last time your best friend asked you something like, what do you think I should do about ABC fill in the blank? Or what car do you think I should buy? Or what do you think of my new boyfriend? Think about this, you guys. Isn't your response based on what you think is best for your friend to do or what you think is the best car to buy based on your experience with cars? I want you to to really think, wow, so whose thoughts are correct? Here's another example. Imagine someone in your life who you think is just amazing. Maybe it's your partner. Now say someone said they don't like your partner what would you think? Probably something like, they're so wrong or like, that's so ridiculous that they think that. So can you see how here is a neutral fact or circumstance of your partner, the human being, you have one thought about them and this other person has a completely different thought. So whose thoughts are correct? Here's another example. Let's talk about broccoli. You guys, I'm obsessed with broccoli. Truth be told, I probably eat it like about five times a day. So I am obsessed with broccoli. My sister likes broccoli. 
If you Google hate broccoli, you will see pages and pages of why most people hate broccoli. So see, all these people have their own and very different thoughts from each other about a simple bunch of broccoli. Some people love broccoli, others don't. Okay, you guys, whose thoughts about broccoli are right? Whose thoughts about your partner are right? Whose thoughts about the best car to buy are right? Ponder that thought. So let's talk about when you worry about what other people think. When you worry about what other people think about you, you have zero power in your life, period. Because guess what, my friends? People are going to think what they think about you, regardless of what you say or do or act or perform or do whatever. They're going to judge your partner, the car you drive, the clothes you wear, the couch you just bought, the stories you tell. Remember when I moved you know, here when I was 13? Like judgment, judgment, judgment. You have no control over what other people think. And worrying doesn't help you at all because they're going to think what they want to think. So if you are like, "Mm, I don't know, Sarah, like I think I do. Well, think about the time where maybe you did think you had control and you showed up maybe a little needy, a little manipulative, a little pouty, a little aggressive. Do you want to show up that way? That shit doesn't work. So you might as well just be yourself because they're going to think whatever they're going to think and there's nothing you can do about it. So just be you. So I'm, I'm going to give you about five different things that you can start doing today to start shifting from thinking that other people can make you feel better to where you sit in your power seat and you believe that you have the power to decide your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and the results you want to create in this world. So the first thing is you have to decide how you want to show up in the world and that you're going to work on having the courage to show up as that person and be your badass self. And this is all just a decision, my friends. That's it. And if you feel like you don't know how to make a decision... We do a lot of work around making decisions and having your own back in the Rockstar program. And you also just need to decide that you're going to let adults say what they want to say and know that it has nothing to do with you. So for example, you know, my sister only kind of likes broccoli. I love broccoli. You know, if we go back to the example with you are crazy about your partner and think they're amazing, but someone else doesn't, that has nothing to do with them. That's about that person and what they think. It has nothing to do with you or your partner. And I want you to start practicing thoughts and standing for yourself and what you believe in, owning who you are, being the CEO of your fan club, being that favorite mountain that's grounded and solid in who you are, And you are the only one to give yourself approval. And so I I encourage you to ask yourself a couple of questions. What do I need to do to approve of myself? Here's another question. What would I be so proud of about myself? I asked myself that question last year, and I decided to go to 
life coach school and become a badass certified life coach at the hardest and most successful life coach school on the planet. Here's the fourth thing I'm going to encourage you guys to do. Practice believable, powerful thoughts about yourself every single day. I can't express the importance of doing this work daily, you guys, just getting all the shit out of your brain, all the negative thoughts and shit out of your brain, getting them down on paper, typing them away, and just start separating what's the fact here, what's the story or the thought. And also doing things like bridging thoughts. Like if today you don't believe this thought, like I'm a kind, loving person, for example, Maybe you start with a thought today of like, you know, I'm, I'm searching for evidence that I'm a kind, loving person. The next thing you guys I want you to consider is putting yourself out there, even if it's just in a little small way, and start building a list of criticisms. If you start accepting criticisms, your life is going to be huge. So Like, for example, if you decide that you're going to post on social media every week and you start getting some responses and they're they're critical, just embrace them. Because criticism is not a problem unless you make it mean something, right? Unless you start believing that what that person said was true about ourselves. So we get into trouble when we take it on and make it mean that we're unworthy. You guys, if you want to live a big amazing, incredible life and be the badass person I know you are, make room for other people not to like you. Make room for lovers and haters. Own who you are. I'll never forget when I started on this journey. I'm so passionate about what I do that sometimes I swear. And I remember thinking, and I have British parents, so it's like, you know, you could never swear growing up. But I remember like, I was like, well, that doesn't matter. Like, who am I? Like, I'm someone who swears on occasion. Like, that's who I am. And I'm going to have some students who are not, who are going to be totally offended by that. But that's okay. Because my mission is to show up and be a badass life coach and show you your mind. And some of you are going to love me and some of you are going to hate me. But I'm not going to make, if you give me criticism, mean anything about me, right? Because i believe in what I'm doing and I believe in myself and I love myself and I feel like I feel like that peak we just talked about, Mount Wilson Peak, solid. And so you guys, it's also really important to be willing to feel all the feelings that you find yourself going through or experiencing when you're like, oh my God, I wonder what they think or I, I really need this person's approval. And a feeling of worried, a feeling of scared, a feeling of like shame is going to come up. And what I'm going to encourage you guys to think about is, and this is really true, you guys, practice this. A feeling is just a little vibration that runs through your body. That's all a feeling is. You're not going to die from feeling a little feeling. For example, I felt a lot of shame when I moved to the US and, and people were making fun of me. But when you feel that uncomfortable feeling, it's okay. Just let it vibrate through that rocking body of yours and it'll pass. And then you'll have that strength and belief in yourself to keep shifting belief and keep having the courage to show up as your badass, unique, amazing self. The last thing I'm going to encourage you guys to do is to really practice building more confidence in yourself. Specifically, I call this self-confidence. And self-confidence is where 
you haven't done something before, but you know it's figure outable. Like you trust that you can figure out the steps and you trust yourself that you can kind of handle any feeling that comes up, like maybe a little frustration, maybe a little shame, because you know that a feeling's just going to vibrate through your body. So you guys, the power of self-confidence, like why is this so important? If you have self-confidence, if you have massive belief in yourself, not only do you believe that everything is figureoutable, self-confidence also suggests leadership. And when someone is in a leadership space, which I know all you high-achieving folks want to be, we listen to them. So it's just this incredible cycle of building more confidence and, and belief in yourself and being more of a leader and just really going after being your badass, unique, amazing self. So rock stars, go build belief in yourself that is so rock solid that you feel you are the CEO of your own fan club. You let other people think whatever they want to think. You embrace criticism. You feel all the feelings. And you have the courage to believe in and be your badass, unique, amazing self. I love you guys. Have an awesome rest of your day. Okay, bye. If you're loving what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come and check out the Rockstar program. It's my coaching program where we take these neuroscience-based cognitive tools and we use them daily to break through burnout so you can fall passionately in love with your career. So join me over at sarahmoody.com. I would love to have you join me. You can also follow me at Sarah L. Moody on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. I can't wait to see you.